This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back. Pleased to... uh Pleased to have you along. Thursday, windy Thursday. Uh, Dan Lenning, the uh, head coach of Oregon, prompt as usual, mm-hmm. joining us here. Uh, Pre-Utah, another big one this weekend at Autzen. Uh Coach, how are we feeling? How's the week going? Doing good. It's been a good week of prep. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. You have Thanksgiving plans? Do you know what you're doing yet? Well, I'll plan on eating. I don't know uh, <laughs> where. We'll have a dinner. <laughs> we'll have some sort of meal it's, uh, up in our facility for our players and uh I don't. I hope my wife's not listening. She's probably not. She's not crazy in the kitchen. You know, sometimes oh. she goes and gets uh, mm. one of those like honey bank ham. Yeah, deals. those yeah. are pretty good. Those are so good. We'll see. I'm. I'm anxious to see what she uh, decides to pull off. She can make a couple really good Cambodian dishes. <laughs> my wife's Cambodian, so mm. and her mom can cook. So I'm hopeful that some Asian cuisine makes it to the Thanksgiving table. What are your memories of uh, Thanksgiving growing up? So. The parade, um, for sure, and eating, you know, my grandma made this, like, pumpkin custard that I remember always getting to eat before the, you know, before the turkey was done. I'm a dark meat guy. You know, I like uh, like the turkey, but then, you know, you remember watching the football games. You remember watching the Cowboys and watching the Lions, right? Um, always. Yeah, except, you know, the Lions. Can we do something about that? Can we get some sort of, like, can we get Congress involved? I mean... I love the fight in Dan Campbell's, but enough's enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I honestly couldn't even tell you. I haven't watched those games in a while. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get to catch a Thursday night game. That's kind of a game, but I don't get to watch a lot of Sundays. So I'm guessing you're saying they're not doing so hot this year. Is that what you're saying? Well, they, they haven't had a real hot, like, three decades, Coach. Yeah, like, they, if we're, they you know, perennially uh, suck. You know, it's just kind of one of those. Butt. Give them some time. Give them some time. Are you a Chiefs fan? Or were you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For, no, and always will be, for mm. sure. Yeah, big Derek Thomas fan growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Neil Smith. I remember uh, I remember my very first Chiefs game. It was, you know, Brett Favre was quarterback for the Packers, and Joe Mon, I believe it was uh, Joe. I don't know if Joe's still there or not, but I remember going to see Neil Smith, Derek Thomas. Um, got to sit on the 50. It was fun, man, a lot of fun. Those always been some, a big Chiefs fan. Those were some good defenses that rolled through there. I mean, and, and underrated yeah. teams. Like when when you got into coaching, I mean, some people like the you know the NFL is the end all to be all. Other people desire to be a college coach. Like is, is that? I mean, I'm not putting you on the spot or anything. But when you got into coaching, was was the idea to be a college coach? Was there an idea of the NFL? Like, how did that whole thing even begin for you? Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to coach, and and early on in my career, it was about hey, I want to coach at the highest level. I want to coach the best of the best. And I feel like I've kind of found my niche here in college. You know, it's a game that. I enjoy this is a group of kids that I really connect with. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy all parts of football, but I enjoy the college game. I mean, if you watch an NFL game and you watch the college game, it's, it's almost two completely different games. Yeah. 
um, you know, in the way they're played, the way your roster is managed. You can have so many more players involved, you know, in a college game. We have a, a 130 players on our team. You know, NFL roster, you have, what, a 52, 53-man roster. Yeah. So it's just a lot different. It's a lot different game. Uh, there's still, you know, in college ball, even though as much has changed over the last few years, you know, there's, it's, people still play for the love of the game too, right? And uh, that's something I certainly enjoy. Do you like the grind of recruiting? Because to me, as an outsider, even played college, that just seems that seems soul-draining to me. <laughs> do, you, do you get enjoyment out of that? It depends on the day, right? <laughs> yeah. It depends on the day. You know what I mean? I like competing, right? I like competing. You know, I like the competition of it. Um, but, I, what you know, what you enjoy of recruiting are the real relationships, right? Mm-hmm. You enjoy, like, when you are when you get off the phone with a kid and you're like, okay, I really like this kid. Like, yeah it's fun that part you enjoy um is there times that it can be exhausting absolutely right there's i always compare recruiting to shaving you know and there's days that i don't feel like shaving but if you don't do it people notice and recruiting is the same way you gotta you gotta do it every day um you know it's just it's what's required but i enjoy the competition recruiting i enjoy the genuine relationships and the people you get to meet that's something else that makes college kind of fun um you know in in the nfl i I assume i've never been there but you know, you, you coach in a game, and there's probably some monotony with the length of the season, and um, always exactly you know same background, same setting. But in college, you kind of have these different seasons. You have the season of coaching football, and then you have the season of going on the road, exploring different places, meeting people. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of fun and, and enjoyable at times. Uh, this is Oregon coach Dan Lanning with us here every Thursday. Um, so the one the one area of the UW game, I wonder if you can take us inside, is it's really hard to get a grasp on the timing of how everything went down, but you have a big fourth and one tie game. Bo Nix comes up to you on the sideline. You know, take us inside the headset and what you're thinking and how much time you had for all of that to, to unfold. Cause I know you said you've regretted a few decisions in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I certainly don't regret going in forward on fourth down. I feel like that was the right call in the situation of the game. I don't, I don't love uh, the look they gave us and, I think it would be giving us an opportunity to maybe see something else. Uh, I don't know exactly where it was in the play clock when Bo walked up to me, but he said, Coach, I think I'm feeling okay. I said, all right, like, give me give me your chief. You'll, you'll be uh, ready to roll next play. Um, but there wasn't a next play. Obviously, that series, there was, a, there was a play later on. So he was ready to go back in. My initial thought wasn't call a timeout and put Bo in. Um, you know, we already had the play call in at that point. We'd already, you know, it was, it was already, you know, rolling. But um, – I had to obviously get confirmation from our medical staff. I'll always think about our player safety first. And at that point, that was honestly a big surprise. I had no idea where Bo was at. He'd been in the tent the entire time. Um, you know, had a shoe off. They were evaluating where he was at. Um, and obviously, um, he was able to come back in the game, which was, was big and gave us a chance to, to go compete and potentially be down there for a field goal at the end or, or make a throw to the end zone. So um, he's a competitor. He wanted to be in the game. Um, I think obviously it's easy to play Sunday or Monday morning quarterback and say, Hey, we could have gone back and done that, that situation differently. We called a play. It didn't work. Um, they called a play and it did. And, uh, I've, I learned from it. You know, I learned a lot of things in that game. Um, that's certainly one of those moments. What'd you learn? Well, uh, don't onside kick it. Um, if the look's <laughs> not there, right. I, I mean, I learned like, I don't think you guys realize like the kind of notes that I take after a game for things that I, you know, for me in two minute scenarios, I want to stand a little bit closer to the official so I can make sure mm-hmm. I like seeing the game from a different view during the game. But when we get down to the tight areas, I need to be closer to the official so I can call a timeout and save one second rather than two, right? Small thing, right? How we stretch in pregame. Like we write that up 
after every game and we evaluate it and hopefully don't make the same mistake twice. You know, again, like I said at the beginning, you know, fourth down, we've been really efficient on fourth down all year. They had a, a advantageous look for them. Um, we've been under center at times. This year, I always like being under center in that situation. We didn't feel like it fit with the changes. I don't know if you know, people realize we had a new center at the time, a new quarterback, mm-hmm. new offensive guard. So there's a lot of pieces that change, and you have to think about your personnel. You have to think about the situation as you make all those decisions. And it's a lot easier to do that going back on a Sunday and rewriting it up and saying, hey, if you do this over again, we could do this like that. And uh, I'm not ashamed to say that. I want to learn from those moments, right? And uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in that game. Um, and, you know, that's what makes this game so fun is you get an opportunity to grow uh, and hopefully learn from your mistakes so you don't make the same ones twice. Yeah, it just seemed like all that happened so fast. So if a kid comes up to you on the sideline who had been out of the game with an injury, you can't just throw him back in, right? You you have to check with doctors first? I mean, that's kind of my philosophy. Yeah. I don't know if there's a uh, okay. hard, fast rule. Yeah. I, how would I want somebody to treat my son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like him to make sure, you know, he's okay to go back in the game. So um, it's not one of those situations where I think, um, you know, at that time timeouts are so critical. There's a lot of those things that you got to think about. You know, we might need those timeouts at a two-minute drive at the, end the, at the end of the half. So there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, right? Um, but, yeah, for me, I've always felt like I wanted to get confirmation from the medical staff to make sure I was able to put somebody in the game. Yeah, there's a reason why they take away people's helmets at times because it's it's known for players to come up and be like, hey, I'm fine, when in reality they're not fine. Football's changed a lot, right? I mean, yeah. and, and for the good, for player for, for player safety, that's a benefit. But, I mean, I remember being in college and getting a concussion and then going to the sideline and counting, like, okay, 1, 17, 56, 32, <laughs> and just like, I'm going to memorize my numbers so I can get back in the game, right? Yeah. I just wanted to play. I didn't care, you know? And now they actually have a procedure in place if a guy gets knocked in, you know, like you, you don't get to go over there and memorize numbers and come back in the game. There's, there's a procedure for a reason. And, uh, I trust our medical staff. You know, like I said, I'm a father of three boys, and when they tell me a guy's ready to go, then all right, let's go. And obviously we got some ultimate competitors on our team that want to be in there and be involved uh, in the game. But, yeah, there is a procedure, and, you know, the timing of the game, it's not always advantageous. Looking ahead to uh, to Utah here, I know that, you know, the college football playoff may be gone, but obviously Pac-12 title, you know, it's still right there in the Rose Bowls. So looking ahead to Utah, uh, a very tough one. What what do you compare Utah to? What what are they most similar to that you've seen so far this year? I don't think we've seen a team quite like Utah. I compare Utah to Utah. You know, they're, uh, they, they play with a, a brand of physicality. They're a really physical team. They're probably getting as many big sets as any team we've played this year, 12, 13 personnel. Uh, they'll run the ball. Their quarterback's different than anybody we've gone against. You know, he's um, a tough kid. You know, he's obviously been dinged at times this year, but plays with energy and enthusiasm. He's able to rally the troops behind him. Um, and then on defense, they're really aggressive. Uh, definitely the, the a team that we've played that pressures more than any other team. Does what happen? I, I know it's a, it's a different team, but what they did to, to Oregon last year, you know, twice, does that is that ring in anyone's ears? Is that a bad taste in some guy's mouth? Yeah, I'm, I'm certain all of our players remember that well. Um, but that was last year, right? That was a different team. But it doesn't mean that you don't, you know, you, you can certainly use it as motivation. Um, but this is also a different team. So you got to go out and play the game. And we have a lot of respect for their program. They've had a lot of success there for a long time for a reason. Um, but this is a new season and a new opportunity. Now, how is Bo doing? Phenomenal. Uh, Bo's doing good. I mean, he's uh, he's been out there able to get work this week. 
um, you know, been pleased with his progress and, and been pleased with the guys that uh, are operating there as well. Like I said, you, you never know. I, I didn't know exactly what it looked like in the game. And then to be able to come back in and play eight, eight plays, you know, late in the game there after going down early on, um, being able to, you know, make some big-time completions and um, get the ball down there at the end where we thought we had a ball inbounds where we were going to be in position to kick a field goal, you know, that – Obviously, he was able to come in and, and give us um, some good snaps there. So, been pleased with his progress, and uh, we'll see where we're at on Saturday when we got there in the field. Looking back, it's a, I'm guessing game time decision on that one. Yeah, well, you guys think I should just tell y'all now? Yeah, so you're, yeah. You're we have we have bets to place, man, <laughs> and, and foresight and walk. Could you just like walk us through the entire? And yeah. then and then I need to know about some Cambodian uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> dishes because my better half is Japanese, so we get a very Japanese. Really. Yeah, which I love. I love the Asian-inspired holidays. Oh, my God. It opens up yeah, a whole new fan. table. Big fan. I'll tell you a story about the very first time I went, because this is not at all what you guys want, but I don't really want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Let's go. The very first time I've met my wife, I'm sitting, um, not met my wife, met my wife's parents. I'm sitting in this, like, industrial kitchen in her parents' house, and uh, her dad's sitting there, and he's right in front of me. He's an awesome guy, but they cook, like, this jalapeno beef and I'm sweating and I'm nervous because I'm around my wife for the first time. And he's asking me all these hard questions and they have this fish like sitting on the countertop and he just goes up and he grabs the fish eyeball and eats it right in front of me. And I'm like, Whoa, wow. you know, intense, intense situation. But it's when I gained a real appreciation for Asian cuisine and different cultures. And it's just been a, you know, a lot of fun for me, but they, they, a little bit of spice in the food is always fun, right? It's exciting, and uh, they her mom is a phenomenal cook. So uh, Sophia's gotten better, and I'm a big fan <laughs> of when she does attempt it. When she attempts it, I'm I'm always a uh, always enjoy it. I'm glad I'm not the only one. So the fish eyeball is good luck in Asian countries, and let me I'm with yeah. you. It is terrifying. I've it's, it's been here for a loop, man. For a second, I wasn't ready for it. No, you know, but I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm better now. I still haven't done it myself. At some point, maybe I'll give it a shot. You know, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, me neither. I, I can't do it. And uh, are we uh, are we good with the chopsticks? Because I I still I get made fun of on a daily basis for my my. I, there's just something about it. Like I don't the the, dis, the dexterity in my hands. I just I cannot work the chopsticks. So I certainly don't mind using them. I enjoy using them from time to time. It's more of like the challenge piece, yeah. you know, like the can you catch a fly with them. I enjoy that. But if I'm really hungry, I'm picking up a fork. Right? But to be honest, it's just not as efficient, <laughs> right? But um, yeah. but I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy the challenge of it. I think I feel like you're burning more calories when you use a chopstick to eat. <laughs> I love the competitive nature of Coach. That even when it comes to food, we, we have to compete at something. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm going to take that as Bo Nix will play. No? Um, how do we feel about Alex and Ryan's availability? Yeah, I trust our medical staff. They've done a great job. Obviously, for us, it's always going to be about player safety. we got a bunch of guys on our team that want to go out there and be able to compete and be able to play. And uh, if they're healthy and uh, they're able to, we'll certainly be able to have those guys out in the field. Um, if not, the next guy's going right. to be up and ready to go. Now, can you ask uh, Forsythe something for me? Because we, we worked with his mom and dad for years and years, and uh, they gave me a couple of his workout shirts as one former center to uh, to one that's much better than I am. And I got to tell you, Coach, the attention to detail, the, he cut the sleeves off in the most jagged way possible. Like, I, it, it was... It was not attention to detail. It was pretty pretty raggedy, and, uh, and quite frankly, I judged. Well, I think 
Alex, you know, puts priority on the things that matter, and I think he's pretty good at assessing what doesn't matter. <laughs> when it comes to a cutoff T-shirt, he probably doesn't think it matters that much. You know, mm. when it comes to identifying who the mic is and who we're going to team call and do, um, you know, work a back block to, he's pretty dang good at that. Yeah, he's a hell of a That's center. That's a good answer. Yes. One, All right. Arguably the best in the country. Uh, well, have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving. Um, so, I guess this means we're not on next Thursday. Is that what you're saying? Because we're kind of skipping ahead to the holiday. I don't really know my schedule next week. I haven't thought that far ahead. Well, we're we not won't. talking next Thursday. You guys don't want to talk on Thanksgiving? I mean, we can talk the day before. You can call us, but <laughs> no one no, will good. be here. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Fair. All right. No radio. The radio doesn't work on Thanksgiving. No. Okay. We're on. No. It's, it's, it's all about fish eyeballs and uh, turkey on that day, Coach. <laughs> Lots of wine. Awesome. Y'all, y'all have a good one. I you too. You. All right. Thanks, Dan. That's uh, Coach Dan Lanning every uh, Thursday at uh, 4 o'clock here on The Fan. Fun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.